Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. This will be episode 125 of the show itself, Seattle interview series number 35. Uh, really excited. I have Lauren Barnes here. If you don't know who Lauren Barnes is, we'll go through some of these things, uh, some, of, <laughs> some of the accomplishments. Uh, California Gatorade Player of the Year back in high school, uh, two-time NWSL Shield winner, four-time W League champion. Uh, 2016 MWSL Defender of the Year, two-time NWSL Best 11, two-time NWSL Second 11, captain of the OL Reign, now playing back in Seattle. Uh, Barnes, how are we feeling? I mean, it's, I know, I think we're still down in California right now, uh, like you kind of said, working on a beach cleanup uh, in a little bit. So, I mean, how have, how's it been? I know uh, not the way that anyone on the team would have liked to finish out the year, but I mean, uh, I remember asking the question in the press conference after the game against Washington and uh, your teammate Megan said that this was an incredible group. How, how have you been since then? Obviously, you know, had the holidays and all that and news of expansion. How has it, how has it been for you since the season ended? Yeah. I mean, I know you just talked about Megan saying about what an incredible group we have. And I think what's been the biggest like motivator of always staying with the rain too, is that we do um, really provide that every year. I can't like speak on it enough about how every time um, the year passes, you just look back and kind of um, decompress and reflect and just be like, wow, this was a really special group. And I've said it now for nine seasons. So grateful for that and lucky to be able to be part of a club that does strive to, you know, give us the best environment. Um, also, you know, bring in the best players in the world to be able to play with them day in and day out. Um, I think that's really hard to do over nine years. Um, and, and you can see it, there's a lot of turnover. We had a lot of turnover this year with coaches. Um, so it's great to have Laura Harvey back. And I think she's brought, you know, a little piece of rain back with her. That's a little bit more, you know, <laughs> tuned and refined. And, you know, when she came back, um, it's like always been my kind of favorite thing that stuck with me because it is tough. Like a player being in the league for, this will be my 10th season. Um, <clears throat> you can go like stale, um, you know, you can get comfortable, things like that. And I think, you know, she took a, some time away and came back. And I always remember her telling me that she's her best version of herself. And I think when we have the best version of Laura Harvey, you're going to get the best out of everyone. So I'm really excited. Um, you know, we got that through half the season and could definitely see a shift in that. So that was great to see, but yeah, I think this year um, with all the obstacles on and off the field, it definitely was the the player group that brought us together and kept us going throughout the year. Um, we obviously went from being pretty at the, pretty far at the bottom of the table to back up to the top um, in a short amount of time. And I think that really just um, speaks to our players and like our determination to, you know, not give up. I think it would have been really easy to give up and just call the season um, quits, but we wanted to go win a championship um, and unfortunately made it to the semis and, you know, was left there, but I think I look back and been decompressing on the off season that we just should really hold our heads high and be proud of everything we accomplished this year. Um, not only was it staff changeover, but also a pretty new group as well um, with some of the French players and the international players coming in and the young ones coming in as well. Like you get to see that, you know, new exciting energy coming in, which is awesome. But um, having to put that all together within nine months is it's a tough thing to do. And so yeah, all I can like look back and say is that I'm just super proud of the group. Um, and then obviously I took some time off. It was a very tough loss, um, especially with the squad we had. 
like any other year we've made it so far um you know it all ends in 90 minutes and <laughs> it always just seems so weird you know that that feeling after a little bit of like emptiness and defeat so you know just giving time to like heal that um I went on a trip to Mexico with Jess and her host family up in Seattle so that was a great you know get away and kind of switch off from soccer and just be able to enjoy each other and enjoy life and um you know soccer brought us together so that's really cool um and then now I'm back home in Southern California like you said and I get to be around family for the holidays this was actually my first Christmas in seven years because I've been playing in Australia so I've missed all the holidays yeah I miss Thanksgiving um and Christmas so for the past seven years so this is actually really special to be home um you're obviously just so used to the lifestyle I am traveling and missing um you know family time, you know, like really important dates and stuff like that. But being home, I just realized like how good it is to, you know, see my cousins grow up that I've missed quite a bit. Um, and just being around them, it just like felt so good, felt right. So um, I was really happy to be home. And obviously like the league being a little bit longer also gives me that I don't have to go and play with such a long off season to keep fit and financially like help myself. But yeah, so it's been really healthy um, being home. I'm super happy. And obviously I'm not in Tacoma. I'm down in California, so I'm getting sunshine as well. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> it always brightens up everything. <laughs> yeah, especially today. That uh, that rings true uh, up here in Seattle. Is there a lot of rain up there? Oh, I'm sorry. It's nice, nice and gray. I've I've grown yeah. used to it. Twenty years here. It's like all right. Okay. This is, this is life. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice when I get to go down to California. You know. Um, yeah. So you know you you bring some great insight into you know like you were just talking about you know what happens after a loss for a player obviously if you're a fan you might take it worse than a, maybe the a casual fan if you're a super hardcore fan but as <laughs> yeah. a player you know it's like hey yeah I mean this is what I do for majority of my year you know um so yeah. to get that insight is interesting uh but I do want to take it back to the the beginnings of of Lauren Barnes and that career where would, if you're able to pinpoint it, is there a place where you can really look at and say that your soccer journey began or perhaps where the love of the game began? Because I know for some people it didn't start, you know, playing really young It started maybe in high school. So are yeah. you able to pinpoint where that might've begun for you? Yeah, I think probably over the course of my career now playing soccer for so long, it probably stopped and ended a couple times. Um, you would love to think that it's all joyful and <laughs> fun and everything throughout the whole times but there is some like really tough times um sometimes you just want to stop or when is the right time to stop you know you're also getting up in age people are like you're getting too old so you know there's all these conversations going on um so yeah I think there is definitely a roller coaster to it um I think my love for soccer did actually come probably a little bit later um, I grew up playing multiple sports. We actually played seasonal, so I didn't play soccer year round. Um, I ended up playing basketball. I did swimming. I did volleyball. So, um, yeah, so with every, um, season came a new sport for me and I liked that. Um, I think it kind of made me a more, you know, well-rounded athlete. Um, my dad played basketball in college, so he went to Santa Barbara and played there. So we were a big basketball family as well. Um, and I loved it. So I played both of them up until high school. And then high school, I decided to go with soccer um, and continue that journey there. So I think when I kind of singled into one sport, I definitely became obviously a lot more serious about it. Um, it ended up being year round from there on. So 
I'd say my starting point right there. Um, and then obviously getting into college and, you know, having the college experience as a student athlete is just really incredible. Um, so as much as I like love to think that soccer has been everything, like it, it has definitely brought me some like great things outside of soccer. So my education at UCLA um, was huge. I think if I didn't play sports, I would just be, you know, at a junior college, probably back at home. Um, so it really gave me those really big opportunities to um, capitalize on and you know, take my career further than just soccer. So even after, after I'm done with my career, um, I got drafted out of college to Philadelphia independence. So I was in the WPS initially, and I played for Paul Riley at the time there. Um, I actually was never rostered and never touched the field. So I didn't play at all my, my rookie year. Um, and that was pretty tough. I was a four-year starter at UCLA, um, going in, just thinking that I would, at least see the field, but I didn't. So I ended up actually retiring. Um, the league folded as well, but a lot of girls went overseas or played in like the semi-pro league here in the U.S. Um, I decided that, I think multiple reasons. One, my confidence was probably pretty gone. Um, and then I also just debated maybe not everyone's supposed to be a professional athlete. You know, like, did I have the tools and was I projected to be? Maybe, but, you know, it's also at the end my choice and if it's something that like I wanted to strive for but at the time I was like you know maybe, maybe it's not what I meant to be so I actually got into coaching because I knew I didn't want to give up soccer yet um so I went in to UCR UC Riverside down by me so it's a pretty easy commute I was living back at home and I was an assistant coach under um Nat Gonzalez who was at UCLA with me as well um so we kind of had that Bruin connection back there coached there for a while um Loved working with the girls. It's something I'm super passionate about still to this day. Um, I really want to give my knowledge back to the game as much as I possibly can. Because um, I do think my my journey was a little bit different. And I think, you know, I can maybe get to kids that think that this is not even an opportunity for them at all. So um, I love to be able to just like, you know, share that story that it's a little bit different. Um, and that there's definitely different avenues to get to wherever you want to be and whatever your goals are. Um, so I was playing with those girls for a while and they were like, we don't know why, like you're on this side of the line, like you should still be playing. And I'm like, it's nice of you to stay, but like, you know, I gave, I gave myself a go as a pro and just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And then my boss also spoke to me in that and he was like, you know, like I heard that the, there's going to be another league coming in, like maybe you should put your name in the draft and blah, blah, blah. And there was like tears, like, I didn't want to leave. Like he was so good to me. Um, I loved like the coaching staff and the girls, like I really had a strong connection there um, and having to kind of be like, I'm going to leave earlier than I thought was pretty hard for me. Um, I'm not the type of person to kind of do that. I like to see through things, um, but I ended up putting my name in the draft. Um, I actually thought I was going to be going to Chicago is what I was being told. Um, and then I got a phone call one day. I was actually sick. I wasn't at work and it was like from, you know, out of the country, it was a, just a different number. I was like, maybe I should just answer this. And it was Laura. And at the time I didn't really know who she was. Like my investment has always been in like, you know, basketball. Cause that's what we've had in the family. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't raised a soccer family. So, you know, knowing like women outside of the sport, especially outside of the U S I was like, ah, okay, like this is cool. Uh, <laughs> she's coming in. I didn't know her at first. And she like, she's the same. She's like, you know, I've just like, I've talked to quite a few people. They just tell me how like good of a person you are and a player and 
would you be interested in playing in Washington? And like, for me, that was a huge, huge thing because I wanted to stay on the West coast as much as I possibly can. I did the Philly thing. I went to school in LA, like I'm Cali West coast through and through. Um, and I was like, please, please pick me up. If you can pick me up, (laughs) like, please, please, please. So I ended up getting drafted. I think, um, Chicago was like third pick. And I think Seattle maybe was like second or I don't remember the numbers, but Seattle had the pick right before Chicago and she picked me up. So literally forever grateful. So I think that is actually where my career like jump started. So super late. I was like second year in my pro um, career essentially. And you've been a rain fan all your life. So you know how our year one went. Um, it was terrible, <laughs> but right. New league, new coach. Laura didn't, understand the American style yet didn't understand American players either like it is such a different you know um way of life really um in our mentality and whatnot and you know we gave her a year she actually moved me from left back to center back so that's where I started my career as a center back so I actually started a whole another career and it's easy to say that those like positions are like pretty interchangeable but there are a lot of different things a lot of different aspects to them so I had to learn essentially a whole new uh, position because I'd never played center back before in my life um so I literally give so much credit to Laura and like my career from here on out um she definitely believed in me and saw the tools that I had and knew that she can utilize them and she did she brought more out of me than I ever thought I possibly could have um and year two and three you know we were shield winners unbeaten streak I think is still maybe on the table as the highest maybe North Carolina is up there now too but um yeah she did some incredible stuff with the rain um and then when she decided to step away there's just like so much stuff on and off the field um and as players at that time we were so invested in each other and that's just like how a team goes we had a core for a really long time um so you know the things off the field that were affecting our players and like our coaching staff like really did affect us we took it super personal because we wanted everyone to be happy and healthy and, uh, you know, seeing Laura have to go, we knew it was the best thing for her, but it was probably the hardest thing for the players mm-hmm. at the time. And then obviously when she came back into the league for another team, it was like really tough. Um, and then we got Vlaco. So that kind of year of transition too, like you can see a lot of our star players kind of dip. I think, um, I think we took it pretty hard, um, naturally. Um, and then obviously just transitioning is always tough, um, especially in this league, but, Having Vlaco come in, we had top two coaches in the world. Um, so fortunate to like be able to experience that for one, um, and then you know just really see these coaches um, bring a side out of me that I just like did not know I had. And you know Vlaco did that in a whole other way as well. Um, we got here and we had our differences, and I didn't play for him for a while for the first year he came in, um, but you know he really pushed me. I think that jump-started my career for the third time now so um you know I was six years in the league I think and that's like a pretty long career already and I was like okay like maybe I'm done like I put in a good shift um I've had a great career under Laura blah 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 and then you know he came in and I was like oh I, I have years left in me like there was just still more that had to be dragged out of me and you know grateful enough Flacco was able to do that for you know those couple of years and um, here I am in my 10th year. Um, I'll be turning 33 this year and I feel great. Um, 
like my body feels young. I feel like I can continue to go. Uh, my mind feels great. You know, it's just like now on my terms, like whether I want to keep playing or, you know, I want to give back to the game in a different way. Yeah. Um, I have to say in the time I've done interviews, that might be the most detailed I've got out of that specific question <laughs> about where someone picked up their sport. But it is interesting though, because it's always something to note where the love of the game, whether it's, you know, soccer, the basketball, baseball, football, yeah. where that started. And to hear that, you know, it, it is, there's no one path where, you know, it's not like a singular line where it started here and it's just gone on. It's there's been the stops and the starts. And I'm glad that you mentioned Philadelphia. That does take out a question because I was going to ask yeah. you about Philadelphia because it's interesting to see that, you know, WPS having that fold, seeing yeah. that you didn't make an appearance looking at Riverside. And I do want to talk about coaching later because yeah. I know you mentioned giving back to the game. And I know that there was actually a camp you did, uh, I think a few weeks ago, Yeah, where you did a little. So I do want to talk about that, but it's, it's really interesting to me to see the stops and the starts and how, you know, you know, uh, as someone that's younger, like a kid, you may, Oh, you know, it's great. They get to play football. They get to play soccer as a job, but obviously there's so much more to it. And it's, it's, I'm glad that I heard that. I mean, it's really, yeah. that's the most detailed I've heard that question be answered. Yeah. Um, and I think when you are a professional, there are people that are going to impact your career so often um, in a positive or negative way. And I've been like so fortunate one to have the two coaches, but even like someone like a Jess Fishlock, she's been a constant in my career and not only at the rain, but she brought me over to the W league and it jump started my career there, you know, like, being able to have these people that like genuinely want so much success for me, like it's, it's hard to find, like it's, it's definitely hard to find that constant. And I've been able to have, you know, a handful of them throughout my career that, you know, I can name Pino's one I've been with playing with Pino and like her, you know, just by example, leading by example and um, seeing what incredible like career she can have at her age. And she's still going with like ease right now. Um, I've been able to have people to look up to, yeah, we're a similar age, but like, they're like my, my heroes, my idols. Like, you know, I talk to Laura on the daily, like not even just about soccer. Like, it's just like so much more. And like, that's why I think, you know, people with like these long, long careers have like these really good, um, you know, pillars and foundation in their life that helps them to get through through. And that's like just soccer. Like I have my family here that sacrifices me leaving, you know, 10 out of the, like seven out of the last 10 Christmases, I haven't been here, <laughs> you know, and that, that's hard on them. So yeah, I just, just having, I'll always go back to, you know, the success of my career is definitely like the people that have, you know, pulled me along. And I, I think you touched on, you know, what the sacrifices that, you know, you make um, not to belittle it, but you I mean, it's some people look at it as it's a game you're playing um, yep. and you do it on the professional level. That's why I always, you know, social media is such a unique place um you you could be devalued on it that's why whenever i speak to you know whether it's you and your rain teammates or anybody else i speak with there's a lot that goes into it and yes you know make money playing a game or however some people will phrase it there's so much more to it and the sacrifice you make is great so i always appreciate that and especially someone like you spending 10 years in a league and going to australia you know so it is interesting to look at that journey that it is and I, yeah. again why i was so excited to get you on because it's yeah. it's been a journey um yep totally to circle it back just for a little bit and bring yep. it to high school 
I mean, I'm, I don't peg you as someone who, you know, touts toot your own horn and all that, but, you know, won a good amount of awards in high school, you know, ranked second recruit overall in the country, Gatorade player of the year, several all American honors. How did you look at that? I mean, is that just gratification of the work that you had put in at that time? Or is it like, Hey, this is really great. And this could help me, like you said, opening an avenue, soccer opening an avenue that maybe wouldn't have been opened you know had it not been for the sport how did you look at those awards at the time yeah I think a little bit of both what you touched on obviously um I definitely worked hard growing up as a kid to be where I'm at today um and yeah like without soccer there's definitely a lot of opportunities I would have missed in my life um sport in general I think just even who I am as a person and a character that's built through sport for me a hundred percent and over the the years but you know I grew up in like an era where there wasn't a lot of social media stuff so I think like in terms of you know tooting your own horn and stuff like that we didn't really have the opportunity to do that right like um you worked hard you got the awards but then you just moved on you know like it wasn't followed up on social media and all these articles and this and that so um yeah I think I it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I look back and do I remember those instances? No, not really. Um, when you like talk about high school, I think about like my high school team and like, you know, when we won CIF, our coach at the time was like volunteer. He, his full-time job was a plumber. Like he just did it cause he loved it. You know, those are the memories that come to my head first. I don't even think about awards or anything like that. So, um, you know, and I can look back and probably name like our roster. Like, I think it was always just the relationships I built in, um, Upland High School, we have one high school, so we all go there. We all know each other. Um, you know, we're just like a public school, hardworking, like, community. So, um, you know, I think that just really translated. And like I said, with, you know, the pillars in my life throughout my um, professional career, like, that stuff starts in high school. Um, I had so many people, you know, on and off the field, you know, classmates, teammates, but I just always had like so much pride to play for them. Um, You know, a lot of them still are here in Upland. I see a lot of them when I come home, but they all just wanted me to be so successful. And there's like no better feeling. I think Um, I think it's like the biggest fulfillment for me is that, you know, they, they saw my talent and they did everything to help me like reach, you know, where I could be. Um, I'm like really proud of where I come from. Um, you know, and I, and I have so many friends still that I come home to and, um, I'm around and, you know, I think that just speaks volumes to, you know, my success is because, you know, I always go back to my foundation and, um, being able to be supported all the time. Um, just being really grateful and fortunate to have that support. Um, and that start that started in club, like I had a really cool club experience. I was with the same club from nine to 19. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, one of those girls just got married last week, you know, and I, I unfortunately had COVID, so I couldn't make it, but, um, yeah, you just like look back at that and it's like, God, it's like 20 years later and we're still like, I'm getting wedding invitations from people on my club team, you know, my high school team. I'm like that, that stuff like speaks like the most to me. And I, and I think that's why like, I have such a tight knit family. Um, but it's like really branched out as well. So, um, yeah, I, I never even look back at awards or anything like that. It's always like my experience and um, how fun high school was for me. Like I know a lot of girls nowadays don't even play high school soccer. Like I couldn't imagine my life without playing high school soccer. 
um, you know, cause club is so serious now and it's like year round and it's like, you'll get more out of this club instead of, you know, playing high school. And it's like, there's so much value to playing for your, your high school team. You know, you might not go to college and play. So like that is like, you know, it, it translates. So, um, yeah, I think, I think the way that that I was brought up that way is I was really fortunate. And I think it has like really been a driving force for me and big motivator for me. So, you know, you take that and look at the, the success that the team had. And it really sounds like I just got done with an interview uh, where a certain coach had talked about, you know, instilling family in a team. And it sounds like that kind of rings true, at least for uh, the teammates that you've had Uh, leaving that what factored into UCLA? How did UCLA come into play? Was it a recruiting thing? Was it something that maybe you looked at? Did you potentially end up somewhere else? How did, how did you become a Bruin? Yeah. Um, well, I was involved with the youth, youth national teams. And at the time, Jill was the U20 coach. So she did both. She did the U20 national team coach, but she was also a coach at UCLA. Um, so I think I kind of had that connection early on with her. Um, I enjoyed the way she coached. Um, and just was like familiar with her too, I guess, but it was definitely just recruiting process. All of the college was, um, I had interest from a lot of schools in California cause I was a California kid. Um, I think deep down, I knew I always wanted to stay in California. And even when I say California, it was Southern California. Um, I wouldn't even venture up Northern, <laughs> Um, but I did take my time and I looked at, um, all the, all the schools I could in, um, Southern California. And I think when I went to UCLA, like other than, you know, Jill introducing me like at an earlier age, um, it just felt right when I got there. Um, I told you I have one high school, um, we all go there. So it makes it very big. Um, so I knew I didn't want to go to a small school. I was so used to, you know, a big school, Um, I grew up loving sports with basketball. So that was a big pull for me too. I did go to Santa Barbara. My dad wanted me to (laughs) Santa Barbara trip, but yeah, they had, they had all the sports that I like loved. Um, Even with the football, like I love football. So um, just getting there and seeing like the community, the, especially, you know, the um, sports community, I saw myself fitting in there pretty well. Um, And then I came in with a pretty big class at the time, like when we were doing all the recruits and stuff. And I had a lot of friends in that class going in there. We were like a class of 12, I think. Um, And like today I have one that like I, she's my best friend. We talk so often. And every time I come down to Southern California, she's down here with three kids now. So um, yeah, there was a lot of aspects that definitely pulled me to UCLA and one being close to home, but like far enough away. I'm about an hour away from it. Um, so I still was able to kind of live, you know, on my own, but able to go home when I wanted to. And I liked the idea of that um, close with my family. So it was like nice to to do that. And, you know, prior to all of that, like we traveled so much with the youth teams. It wasn't like I needed to go out of state and have that experience really for me. Um, staying home was like more important because I knew I'd be living now. I'm 10 years in Seattle away from home. So, you know, having those four years in college close to home, you know, you look back now and it's, it's nice. Um, but yeah, in Southern California, I told you I'm through and through. So, um, it's just a really cool, you know, school to go to both academically and for, you know, sports. So it, it just overall was a really good fit for me. 
it's funny you mentioned the football aspect of it uh, american football i'm sure yep. um i remember there was a game i went to up here at husky stadium uh my dad bless him for getting me to that game but we played ucla <laughs> i think brett hunley was the quarterback we got tickets in the ucla section we yeah. lost that game so i heard the eight clap the whole night yep it's terrible i don't want to I think know. about it <laughs> terrible um so to, to look at UCLA, I mean, how do you reflect on your time there as a whole? I mean, this is, you talk about going back to your roots um, a lot, your foundation, your pillars, high school is one of them, but I'm sure UCLA was as well. I mean, do you look at it as a similar light as high school? You talk about the family there. Was it perhaps a little uh, different of a road? Um, no, I, I would say it's pretty similar. Um, I love the culture we had there. Um, and it was also like the first time you're introduced to playing in a team where you have someone that's four years older than you as well so that's where I kind of got introduced to some really you know special players that went on to have a very good career in soccer still are having careers in soccer um so that was a different aspect I think in terms of like the culture and you know learning to be a professional um and really like grasping onto the older class and learning, you know, how to balance life and school. Um, being a student athlete is difficult. Um, it's basically having two full-time jobs, um, you know, but having like the network and the resources to get you through that, I think UCLA like really provided and opened my eyes to, you know, being able to lean on people and, you know, and just like on my own going out and making sure that like I'm getting everything I need done. Um, I really liked that aspect of it. Um, the coaching staff too, that I went through, I had Jill all four years, but under her was a BJ snow who's in the youth national team stuff now too. And he was more of the defensive coach. So I worked with him quite a bit. And, um, I definitely think he helped my career as a, as a left back at the time. Um, I loved being coached by him. Um, he really opened my eyes to, you know, the tactical side of soccer. Um, and then, I had like Shannon McMillan was there when I was there, which was really cool to, you know, be coached by someone that was so successful really early on in the women's game as well. So talk about like what we have now that they didn't and had to fight for, um, you know, they have such a different mentality and outlook. So, you know, being able to um, hear that, feel that and be able to like embrace that and, um, you know, carry that with me as well as I've gone on with my career was really special. Um Lou Lieberman, who's up in San Diego now, um, very good friend of mine. We talk all the time. So, and I go back to it. It's like, you have these connections, you know, I'm out of school now for quite a while. Um, and, you know, <laughs> you know, we have each other not on speed dial, but it's like, I pick up the phone and call someone any day, you know, throughout my club, high school and college and, you know, pick up, um, they would drop everything to, you know, do anything. And I would do vice versa. Um, I think that just really like, uh, you know, I said it speaks volumes of like the relationships you have through sports and um, how important they are to get you through, like not even just, you know, that time of sport or life. But, you know, I've used Lou now so often when I was going into coaching and being like, I'm like way over my head and, you know, like help me through stuff. And she'll still call me being like, hey, let's talk through this defensive tactic, like. I want to hear your side of it, you know, and, you know, she's able to use that with her college team and, you know, BJ writes me on my 150th game being like, I'm so proud of where you've come from, you know, stuff like that is like really incredible. And it, it just feels so good. Um, you know, and I'm obviously still playing now, but like, 
if I ever need, I was going through the B course recently and I reached out to Vlaco and he's literally in a US camp and is like, yeah, let me send you stuff. And, you know, sends me over stuff and explains it. And it's like, for him to take the time out of that during a camp, it's like incredible, you know, but that's the type of person I want to be too. You see these people giving, you know, their heart and soul to everything. And it's never like for one particular reason, it's like, all right, you want to be a coach. That's awesome. We want you to be in a coach, you know, we need more women in coaching roles, you know? So they're like doing everything they can to like help us get there. Uh, Laura as well, you know, like I'm obviously still being coached by her now, but even when she wasn't with us, the, the amount of times Jess and I lean on her, call her, we've got a group text, you know, me, her, and Pino, it's like, we ask questions all the time or like, <laughs> it, it's just so funny, you know, like, so we're just definitely all doing life together and uh, leaning on each other. And I think um, that's been the most important thing that I've learned throughout my career that you need those. Um, It's really tough to do it on your own. I know as athletes, we always think, you know, we have this mindset where it's like, we're gonna make it work for ourselves and, you know, at all costs. And it's like, that's fine. But like, you do not wanna like lose out on the journey of like the friendships and, um, you know, the valuable lessons and stuff that you learn throughout it. I just have to point out obvious I think it's an obvious recurring thing with you is just uh like tight-knit family sort of thing it, it seems like those connections are made uh and I think that's impressive and then we haven't necessarily fully touched on the pro side of it yet yeah. um which we'll do now uh you did a good job in speaking about UCLA in high school but you did touch on 2013 obviously not you know, uh, on the, the record side of it, not the most fun. And I'm sure losing isn't, I'm, I know as an athlete as well, that losing isn't fun. Right. Um, but I mean, just the talent and the women on that roster, can you speak about that group a little bit? I mean, some of them obviously you're still playing with, with, uh, Pino and Jess, uh, but also, you know, you look back at it, hope solo, uh, it just, can you speak on that group a little because, I know we're, we have a little bit of that right now with the Kraken and then their expansion and, you know, they're working things out. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's all these people in a new space on a new team, trying to figure that out. Can you kind of reflect on that and how that went and perhaps your thoughts on the, I think they're like a neon green, but they might've been more like a highlight, highlighter <laughs> yellow. Uh, can you yeah. kind of just reflect on that? And even those jerseys, your thoughts maybe on those. Yeah, totally. I think I have one actually in my room here, but <laughs> um yeah, it's actually an interesting question because I obviously took a whole year off of soccer. So yeah. while everyone was kind of still playing and involved, I took a year off and like I told you at the time, social media and stuff that just wasn't a big thing, especially, I mean, we're still fighting for, you know, more coverage for women, but yep. 11 years ago is definitely even worse than, um, so like to keep up with what was going on, like that wasn't something I was doing when I was taking a year off. So coming back in, I felt like just a new kid again, um, you know, almost like feeling like I was trying out, like I, I went in contracted, but I don't know. I just like had so much nerves. And then like you're saying, I was playing with some incredible, incredible players. Hope Solo is one of like the most determined, like first there, last to leave, um, most competitive player I've ever played with and most detail oriented, you know, um, and being able to be exposed to that, like my first year back in as a pro, um, I mean, lost for words, but like it, it was special, like to be able to, you know, 
be on the left side with a Steph Cox and a Pino. Like, I just think about like those like triangles and, you know, Kendall Fletcher next to me and stuff like that. I'm like, my gosh, like I was in like literally, you know, the presence of so many great players, but, you know, great role models for me. And um, like I said, like jumpstarting my career again, essentially um, with Laura, but a big testament to the team too, because, um, you know, Jess came over from, I think at the time she was maybe in the Netherlands playing, she came over to the States for the first time. So like, as I was kind of in this, you know, area coming in new, like as was she, you know? Um, So there's like definitely like that aspect in 2013 where we definitely didn't have things together yet, but you know, we were all going through something similar together, which I think is kind of trans it translated to, you know, the next two years for us. Um, Obviously bringing in Kim Little and stuff, more incredible players, right. It's just like, we were only going to get better and better. We can only go up from there. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I think we always talk about 2013, like that's where, you know, we earned like the, the chest on our, I mean, the crest on our chest because it was a tough year. Like uh, I would have to look back at the record. I don't want to, but like there was very little wins if there was any. Uh, I think there was four. Yeah. And that's tough. That's tough going through with, especially the roster that you have and just being a professional athlete, like it's frustrating. Um, but I definitely think it brought the core that stayed together um, for a long time. We had a, definitely like us, not a starting 11, but 11 core that stayed with us for a really long time. And I think it, it was built there. You know, we, we decided right then and there in 2013, that one, we, we're never going to repeat that. And two, that we're going to strive to be the best. Um, and then we obviously had 2014 um, and 15 and 16, you know, so and we proved that with, with our play and um, really changing a, a year of um, building into something like um, that's been our foundation for a really long time now with, with the rain, even transitioning to, oh, well, like um, we always want to try to keep that identity. And um, I think that's the biggest role for us older players right now is um, making sure that that continues to grow and that it's just not something brand new um, because you, you go through a lot as a group. And if you come out on top, which we did, like you, you want to continue to, to build off that. You talk about, you talked a little bit about it. You talked about Australia, you touched on it a little bit. I want just to see how your time went with Melbourne. I know that uh, the victory yeah. as well as uh, Melbourne city. Um, how might, did that have, I'm sure it did but I'm curious to hear from your mouth uh, how it might've affected your career or, or maybe things you might've added while in Melbourne. Is there anything, or is that more of uh, just playing the game more as a whole? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. I went seven years with like maybe a two week break in between each season. So I definitely got a lot of miles wow. under, yeah. Uh, a lot of miles on my body, a lot of games. Um, obviously that always helps. Um, I think being in game situations and like recreating that on off seasons, if you're not playing with the team is super difficult to do. So I definitely benefited from that. And then, yeah, if you look at our Melbourne rosters, when I played for victory and then obviously with city the years following, uh, we had incredible rosters out there too. Um, we had a lot of Matilda stars. Uh, we had a lot of really good internationals coming in both, you know, from England or um, even the U.S. Um, and there was a time period that we had some really like 
really tough competition throughout the league. And that's something you want to see. Um, obviously COVID hit and it's just struggled a little bit more now, but the W league has been such a great outlet. I think for players, I always encourage them to go over there, um, whether they're getting a lot of playing time with their team now or not. Um, if they just want to get games on the off season, like it's definitely somewhere to go. Um, I think everyone can benefit from rest, but I think also, you know, leaving the country, experiencing a new culture, meeting new people. Um, there's so many benefits that will, you know, help your career as well. And um, yeah, Australia holds a very, very special place in my heart. Um, I tried to even get citizenship there because I was there for so long. Um, went through all that. I tried to even look at playing for Matildas. It went all the way up to FIFA, everything like that. Um, I ended up getting denied, but um, yeah, I'm like proud of, my time there and proud to take their culture with me and spread it as much as I possibly can. Um, lovely, lovely people, lovely country. And, you know, I got to see it day in and day out for seven years and um, the, the relationships I have there too are very strong. And I'm so happy I was able to definitely get out and do that. Like I, I encourage people all the time on off seasons, whether it's in Australia or, any other country, obviously going to Australians, English speaking is a little bit easier, but um, just getting, getting out and exploring, like those are the opportunities I was talking about that soccer has given me. And, um, you know, to be able to go travel and play, like that's special in itself to go see the world and whatnot. So um, yeah, my time there has been incredible. Um, I would go back in a heartbeat, obviously with our seasons, not running aligned anymore. It's, it's more difficult to do that, but yeah, I would do it if the opportunity was there again. Um, I love it that much. Can you speak a little bit on the job that Sam Lady did? Sam obviously been with the club yeah. a while. Um, and obviously there's a player side to it, but at least for me, um, I remember, so I work with the Mariners. I was working a game day and the, the game that you guys played Houston where uh, free did stepped out, you know, whatever that story yeah. may be. Uh, I was like, hey, this is like a few hours before the game. What are we doing here? Uh, and then just seeing my my partner in the press box, Javier, uh, he was with me for a good amount of the season. He he reflected, and you might have heard it in press conference, that the team seemed like they just played with more joy. It just seemed like it seemed more like there was there was more positivity, I guess. Yeah. Um, can you speak on the job that Sam did as interim head coach and just having yeah. him around? Totally. Yeah. Sam's an OG. He's part of that foundation for me. 100%. Um, we've been together now nine seasons. Um, and you know, I've learned so much on the field from him, but I take so much from him away from the field too. And, um, how I want to carry myself. Sam is a super special person when it comes to that. Um, he's so great at, you know, reading, every individual and knowing what they need and what they don't need. Um, that's why I think him and Laura work together so well. Um, they just really are a great partnership. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, for the last nine years, even under Vlaco, like he's always been assistant coach to me and, you know, like you just kind of get in, I told you the comfort zone of that and stuff like that. Um, so my, my envision of him has always been an assistant coach. So, you know, uh, when it came to that Houston game and he had to step in like in my mind I'm like it doesn't really change for me like he's just going into the same coaching role he always has but actually seeing him go into the head coaching role 
I was blown away. He did an incredible job um, under a lot of pressure, under a very short circumstance. And, you know, after a fellow coach of his that he was very close with ended up, you know, having to step down, there's just like so many aspects where like, it was a difficult role to fill. And um, I've looked back at all in this off season too. Um, I'm so proud. I've written him a couple of times and he does not like this stuff. He doesn't want to hear it. But I always say, like, I know you don't want to hear this, but I need to tell you, like, he did an incredible job filling those shoes. And they've been very big ones um, with Laura and Flacco. And given the circumstances he had to do it under, like, my gosh, it's incredible. But, yeah, he stepped in, like, so smoothly. Um, He was ready, of course. You know, like, that's, like, one thing with assistant coaches. Are they ready to feel, like, go into those head coaching roles and make you know, maybe bigger decisions and harder decisions have to be the face of that. Um, he took that on with ease, um, and, you know, and, and he did it for five to six games and, you know, the team bought into him, um, the energy that he brought, especially with what we were going through and, you know, having to make sure our focus was only on the team, only winning and only trying to get back into those playoff spots was going to be hard. Like, it was hard to do it as individual players um, and then try to get a group of 30 to, you know, be on the same page and buy into what he was going to do, whether, you know, whatever his philosophy was, um, you know, he, he did that in five weeks. And I, I like look back on that still to this day. And I'm like, it, it's incredible the job that he pulled off. Um, and I just hope it gives him like the confidence. And, you know, I've told him too. I'm like, you're head coach like go be a head coach, you know, whether it's at the rain or anywhere he wants to go. But I'm like, you, you definitely proved it to yourself. You proved it to the girls. You've proved it to the league. Um, he's got such a good name in our league. Anytime I hear like players talk about him or players that are coming to the rain, you know, they talk about Sam all the time. They like, I hear such great things and they're all true. And um, yeah, I just think from my end, I just couldn't be more proud and um, just so happy for him too. So you know, whenever his opportunity is to come get a head job, um, whatever team that is, they're going to be so lucky. So I want to kind of shift a gear here. Um, I know you talked about uh, Southern California, obviously where you're from, having yeah. that impact with, you know, school and college. Uh, obviously, it's a big deal with expansion, right? Not only yeah. a big deal for the league itself, but also to get more women in the league as players. Uh, just provides more opportunity. I know Angel City has been trying to really be women driven. Um, When that comes around, you know, as somebody who is from Southern California, were you contact? I mean, I don't know if you can say, uh, were you contacted by one of those sides this past season? And was it something you thought about? Because obviously, you know, being in Seattle, as long as you have, um, it's obvious that Southern California is still home. Was that something that you thought about or, yeah. Um, and then just as you lost a few teammates and Danny Weatherholt and Kristen McNabb, Kristen spoke with on this show and was great to have on. Uh, is that a, something that's bittersweet? Because obviously the league expanding is, I would think, a good thing. Right. But also to lose teammates is never easy. Yeah. Um, so just your thoughts on expansion, as well as maybe potentially the thought of that happening. Yeah. Well, I always think of expansion as obviously like a positive thing. Our league's growing, um, you know, until I think we get better player rights, um, the expansion draft is really tough. Um, how you have to go about it, 
from team to team, um, we lost two incredible humans, both players and people. Um, I cried for both of them. <laughs> I'm like emotional now, but it's, yeah, it's tough. Like you, you definitely value these people. They're lifelong friends. Um, I'm happy for both of them. I think they're going to do great wherever they go. Um, but yeah, every year, like we've had, excuse me we had Utah come in you know we've had a few expansion drafts over the uh, the nine years and it never gets easier um and yeah I'm just gonna talk truthfully and like honestly because I want players to be like it's okay to talk about it like I was torn when California teams came in um my whole like extended family can now come watch me if I played here and I'd be around my cousins growing up like of course there's going to be aspects of that that you want to do um and I've given a long time, a lot of loyalty to one club um, so that I was torn there too. Like, do I finish my career there? Like, that's going to be something special. A lot of people in the, you know, in the league don't get to do um, with how crazy our league is with trades and stuff. I've been literally so fortunate to be in one place um, in one place that I'm very happy at. Um, so, yeah, it was difficult. Um, I went back and forth in my head all the time. Um, do I want to get down there, you know, and talk to Laura and, you know, this is what's so great about her. Like I can have these conversations with her because she knows I'm human. <laughs> we all are. So, um, yeah, just, try. it was, it was tough. Um, definitely. But I think staying with the rain for me, finishing out my career there, I think is going to be a very, um, I think it's the right thing for me, um, for sure. And I, and I think there'll be aspects in California, you know, I'll probably end up there. So um, there's, you know, <coughs> just like for my soccer career, I just thought it was super special to maybe be at one club for as long as I have and finish it there and, you know, finish out my legacy. Um, and we've always talked to the owners and more about that, of that being something for me. And um, I take a lot of pride in that, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you don't necessarily see these things coming in and having an LA and a San Diego team come in at once. You're like, oh, it's like so hard. It pulls your heartstrings for sure. And, you know, if it was a good situation, could get down there. Like, am I going to be a hundred percent positive and say, no, I didn't think about it. Like I definitely didn't think about it. Um, but you know, my dedication and loyalty has been proven for nine years and I'm so excited to go into, you know, another season. Um, my 10th at that, <laughs> you know, it's always so crazy to say, like, I've been doing this for a decade. Um, yeah. And you see a lot of people come and go and it, it never gets easy. Um, I hate it, you know, having, having to see that happen, but we always wish the best for everyone. And, you know, we just hope it's always the right decision for them as well um, for their career and, you know, having them play. And at the end of the day, like going to LA and San Diego, it's not a bad place to be. <laughs> I definitely appreciate your honesty there, you know, because like is that that is something that I had to think about. I was like, hey, you know, some people have ties to this area, right? Yeah, and it's, a lot. <clears throat> it's a decision because like you said, I mean, you've had this loyalty to this club. Personally, if that was a decision where, you know, the team wanted and you wanted, I wouldn't have blamed you, right? Because yeah. that's you spent time here and, uh, you know, so I know that must have been tough to think about, you know, and to to not only think about it for yourself, right. But to have those teammates, you know, yeah. Uh, Kristen's been around since I believe 15, 16. I think she's five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she, it was, it was 
tough because I remember watching and was like, I would like to see none of the players leave, you know. <laughs> yeah. But then Kristen, Kristen was incredible on the show, incredibly nice. Um, oh, so yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it is tough because obviously I, I, I only know so much of it, right? But so, so yeah. to, know, to, to, to have you be candid about that, I really appreciate that. You oh, know, yeah. It's not something you have to do. Um, yeah. To talk I mean, about, oh, sorry. I'm just saying the connections go so deep, like whether I'm with someone for one year and one season, five years with McNabb and even three with Danny but like I've known Danny beforehand too so it's like it's such a small knit community the soccer we all know each other the community's strong and um we do want to see each other successful um so yeah it's it's the bonds that you make and it's you know having to you know you you go in the off season like just saying goodbye and then it's like all of a sudden oh I'm actually never going to see you you know back up in rain again like yeah we'll play each other and you can visit and stuff like that but it's tough. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody follows you or the rain, I mean, I'm sure it's obvious how, I mean, you talk about tight knit on everything else in life, but you and Jess, Yeah. I mean, if possible, because I know it probably isn't easy. Can you put into words uh, just the bond that you two have had um, and perhaps the memories you two have as not only teammates, but as if I believe correctly roommates, I mean, this is, <laughs> two club originals obviously but just the bond that you guys have can you speak on that at all yeah for sure um we talk about it all the time how lucky we are with just our friendship like um I I do think it's really unique and special um we get to obviously spend like 24 7 with each other um and then when we were playing in Australia we're pretty much spending all year round with each other um obviously she's gone Germany and France and um doing big things over there as well but you know through it all we've always found you know our way back to each other in terms of like anything we needed whether it was soccer career life um we lean hard on each other um and you know we can go on an off season and maybe not talk for a couple weeks and then you know we'll be on the phone 24 7 for a whole nother week that's just like how our relationship goes um we're super honest with each other and it's just yeah, just like so open and happy. Um, and like I said, she, she pushes me in ways um, on the soccer field that I'll forever be grateful for. Um, I tell her all the time that she's like been the one that's kind of, you know, led my career and she'll never take credit for it, but um, she's a huge driving force for why I'm still playing. Um, she still believes in me more than I believe in myself. And, you know, having those people in your corner is like so important. Um, and Jess has been in mine for a decade now. Um and like I said, just like having someone consistently in your life like that, it doesn't happen very often. Um, and, and she is, and, you know, if I need her for anything, she'll drop everything she's doing. You know, <clears throat> we always talk about, we're just part of each other's families at this point. Um, she has a pretty big family with a lot of sisters and brothers and, you know, they, they treat me like um, one of their own. Um, I'm super close with them as well her mom and dad and then same vice versa with our family um yeah like both of our families know everything about each other um and we live on opposite sides of the world um with her family being in Wales so you know just being able to have that really cool connection and growing and you know whenever we both decide to have families it's going to be the same for us um you know and it is it's just like really special and you know she's taught me so much as um a human like I think people see the way she plays and you know 
takes that and that's her personality and she's so different off the field she's very kind and gentle and soft and literally will do anything for anyone and I don't think people get to see that side of her as much um but that's definitely why we are best friends for sure um you know she she lights fire up my ass on the field and you know when we're off the field you know we're doing whatever we can you know to help people or you know have a good time um and just like genuinely be like happy and I think um you know, living with each other this year is actually the first time we got to be roommates, like without COVID interrupting anything. Um, and it's like been so much fun. We're like, why did we wait this long? Um, she's been with the host family for a really long time, but yeah, it's just, it's just so much fun, um, living with her right now. And, um, just watching her like continue to grow too, like as a, as a person, but a player too, like, I mean, eight, ninth year, do I think she gets MVP every year? Yeah, probably a little biased, but I mean, you're going in year nine, your oldest year, and she's just like killing it. So it's like, you know, being able to have a role model like that in my life. Um, I'm just super, super lucky to have her in my life and, um, and just continuing like to grow our friendship. Um, she's coming down to California pretty soon. So she'll be at the beach clean up with me and, um, yeah, I'm just like, all I can say, I'm like one lost words, but that I'm just like so lucky to have someone in my life that um, will continue to like go to bat for me, believe in me, and then be there for me whenever I need her. You know, in doing my research, because I wanted to be prepared, the funniest quote that I heard about you too was that Jess will yell at you, Lou will be nice to you. I thought <laughs> that was, I mean, and it's funny too, because as someone who's at every game this past home, at, past home season i can hear her from the press box yeah. it's it's incredible um but at least when so for those who don't know this was able to become possible because i was working a cracking game and i had the opportunity <laughs> to meet uh miss barnes and jess in person and at least from like the five minute five ten minutes i saw you guys the way you describe jess makes a total extremely not really soft-spoken which was interesting to hear very soft-spoken and then the yelling on the field totally different um so it's just incredible to see that and to know that you guys have both been Seattle staples I mean at least when I think of Seattle staples you know obviously somebody else uh, in the women's sports world Sue Bird Sue Bird Seattle through and through coming back next season yeah you guys to me at least you guys are up there um so I had to touch on that but then we also talking about meeting you guys to touch on off the field here if you don't know uh miss barnes is huge in sustainability and working for the planet obviously talking about the beach cleanup here just to wrap up because we've both got time constraints um you visited climate pledge arena you know their efforts towards ditching all single-use plastics Mm -hmm. and being the first uh i believe it's net carbon zero arena in the world yep coming back to lumen now you know not playing at Shaney, that's great. No more, as much as Shaney's fine, you know, getting back there. I mean, do you have hopes that we'll see more sort of sustainable features, whether it's in concessions or in practices at the, at the Lumen field, or is that something that you might, you know, personally be pushing for? Yeah, I definitely think there will be an aspect of that. I actually think Lumen field has quite a bit of sustainability initiatives. Um, I think they're just not as public as, Climate Pledge, obviously, because that is literally Climate Pledge's story, right? Yeah. Um, so I think for me with Lumen Field, and I've talked to with Santi, our um, 
GM who's definitely like heading a lot of the sustainability stuff with me as well. Um, that is definitely one of our pillars. Um, it has been in the rain um, for quite a bit. So being the Pacific Northwest, it's really easy to be this. You get supported by everyone um, when it comes to sustainability and protecting, you know, one, how beautiful the Pacific Northwest, but the world in general. So um, I definitely think there'll be more initiatives with Lumen Field coming in. Um, we're already in talks with some. So I think it's more so, you know, just getting out in the public and, you know, and that's, I mean, I have no background in sustainability in terms of education, um, obviously like what I read and do on my own, but um, Santi definitely does. Um, and then we're going to work with someone at Lumen Field that's actually in those positions as well. But I mean, that's kind of what I've, my driving force has been my platform. I'm just using that to spread awareness, um, to just get that conversation going. Um, so yeah, and now we have this opportunity to play in a in a stadium that actually does have sustainability initiatives. It's just a lot of people don't know about it because it's not talked about like the Climate Pledge or, you know, maybe we can get more voices of the Sounders voice speaking about it, you know? So it's, it's just like those small like changes and, you know, um, our own habits that we can change and, you know, making, I think the biggest thing is awareness and it's what you don't know, you don't know. So um, being able to, you know, introduce Lumen Field as a sustainable, you know, facility as well is going to be really special for me because it's definitely a passion with sports and sustainability. Well, I want to thank you for that, but also taking the time out of your day. This has been an interview that I've been looking forward to since I, (laughs) we technically originally spoke before last season. And I know it's been a long time coming. I'm so sorry. Again, no need to apologize. I'm (laughs) just, I'm extremely happy to do this. Um, just the fact that you remembered that it's like, Oh, Hey, you have a show. I'm like, what? (laughs) I wasn't thinking about that at the time, but you know, to have a club original to have somebody, I mean, you taught, you got candid about it. You could have gone down to Southern California, you know, you decided the the club loyalty is here. So I think if, if that was, if you weren't already somebody that was viewed as Seattle royalty, I think that even pushes it to an that extent and i know you might not accept that you know but at least in my eyes that i i mean i try to bleed seattle sports as much as i can you know so just incredible to have this set up and i thank you for your time uh i always put socials in the uh in the description i mean is there anything you'd want to leave down there i know that you work with a lot of companies um that uh work towards uh sustainable efforts obviously there's yeah, the, i have uh, my jazz it up right now yeah i was gonna say i was former like, rain player <laughs> yeah um, she's incredible really good friend of mine uh that and the travel kits i know that was a big deal throughout yeah, my mad travel well. kits. Mm-hmm. Um, i can put that stuff but i mean is there anything that you'd like to leave obviously looking forward preseason's what next month so i mean is there anything yeah. that you would like to leave with um not really. I think maybe when we get into preseason, maybe we can get Jess and I both together and do one um, podcast. So uh, that'd be fun because then you get to see both of our personalities together. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just grateful for your time as well. And, you know, um, the more visibility for women's sports and just hearing athlete stories, right? Like we spoke about so many aspects to our lives that people just don't understand or realize, I guess, Um so I think it's always fun to put that in perspective um, and be able to share mine. So thank you for giving me the platform to do so. And yeah, if you need anything from me, if you want to hear from other athletes, like never hesitate. You're going to make me cry on camera. That's not very cool. 
Um, no, I mean, I've, I've been transparent about it in the interviews. I try to focus on the women's sports. I just spoke with Olivia Sakani, who's the goalkeeper of the women's team here at UW. And we, we talk here and on and out about that. You know, um, I'm half white. I'm a male. I'm not necessarily the target audience for these things. Yeah. Um, but I know that I can be doing more than what I was two years ago. Right. Love it. And, Love to hear it. you know, I've said it before too. Just the opportunity that the rain have given me and that the women on the team have as well. You know, your teammates with, I'm looking at on the wall, Sophia, Leah, who's unfortunately not in the team anymore. Cosette yeah. was alone. Bethany was my first. I mean, it's, I'm just grateful. And so, you know, just, I mean, to have a club original on now is a whole different story. So I yeah. appreciate your time <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to not only next season, uh, but getting to see you guys here in Lumen and not yeah. necessarily having to make the trek down at Tacoma. I, I'll, I'd still do it if we yeah. had it, but to have it in that facility is much better now because I yeah. also speaking to a form, a center back, I used to play center back. So that's cool. There we go. <laughs> but also, you know, knowing as someone who played baseball and soccer, I don't mix the two. So I know the corners and everything else <laughs> wasn't as fun. So I want to thank you for your time yeah. today. And I'm really looking forward to the season at Lumen. Yeah, we are as well. And thanks again for having me. Thank you.